So the Ram is now going with what was considered the medical practice at the time, which which was considered healthy, and that was to let blood. It's considered that the illnesses are carried in the blood, and by letting blood and causing the body to produce new blood, so that would be a new clean blood which wasn't affected by illness and would help cure cure a person. That was interesting. That was the concept of bloodletting. Right, it was that the body is able to produce new blood and the disease in the blood wouldn't get, so to speak, duplicated in the new blood which was produced, and therefore they would take out as much blood as they could, and the person would still live. Wow. And uh, that, that then the new blood which would force the body to produce more new blood, which would uh, hopefully not be affected. It's interesting, it's not very different from what they do today when a person has leukemia. Because it's, like, it's the same process, just done in a different medical way. And that is, they try and take out all the affected blood and replace it with blood which is healthy and hopefully will, won't, won't get us damaged or affected by the same illness. Okay, okay so. Sorry? As I said, today they do it a bit differently because today they bring it right from a donor. But the idea is the same idea, you know, as you want to replace the blood with different blood. Still contaminated with leukemia. The previous blood. Yeah. So we try and take out as much as we can. And put in different blood, which isn't the contaminated. Remember, in the olden days, they didn't do blood transfusions. What they did do is that they used to let the blood, and then hopefully the person would replace it with with new blood. Which is, and I was, as I was considered lyrical, it was considered healthy. But Gemara said that you have to be careful of two things. Number one, that a person shouldn't become cold, because if you get cold or cold, and then use it with the minimal blood, blood keeps the body warm. Uh, blood is body, like it's hot liquid, the, the circulation system in the body keeps the body hot. When a person had a lot of blood left removed from them, so naturally they don't understand body heat, and therefore they were much more susceptible to illness of cold when when they were, they were in a stage when the body hadn't yet replenished the blood supply, which the Gemara talks about, like very extreme examples. Shmuel, for example, said that you only had blood in the, inside a room which had seven layers of bricks to block the wind. Because anything less than that, you'd feel the cold of the water without the fire, even with Kafas Tamus. The Gemara says that they have to like, make a, like, the fireplace, even in the middle of the summer, because the person needs the warmth, which is losing all his blood. Or the reference to the clothing, the Gemara says all kinds of things to, 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 to insulate themselves and to keep the body heat, because that was the first big danger of bloodletting. The second big danger of bloodletting was the person was very weak. They had minimal blood supply, they were very lucky to faint. And uh, because the blood pressure would be much less. And because of that, the Gemara says if a person does anything strenuous, of letting blood, Tomin Bereshe, which means he's responsible for his own death because uh, much, uh, he's much more likely to collapse because he doesn't have the same blood pressure. And what they would do is that they would definitely uh, eat very rich foods and drink wine after letting blood because that would help replace blood cells. The Gemara has a discussion of what the best thing to eat is red meat because that would turn into, you know, that would give the protein for blood cells faster, or red wine. It's interesting, the Gemara had a discussion in Right, uh, for sure, that was to replace red blood cells, and what was more likely to to help the body produce more red blood cells more quickly, whether it be meat or wine, and that's what you used to eat both. That's the, and, uh, that's the dilemma of being like is done. Interestingly enough, that's why the Mashmas and the Gemara was, people used to have blood in the Arab Shabbos. And the reason was, people weren't rich. And if that's the case, the one meal a week that I could afford meat and red wine was Dal Shabbos. So being as they wanted to use that as a refer, so they would let blood on the Arab Shabbos, because that way they would be able to 
to use the Shabbos so as a so to speak as a soda which they would be able to uh, regain all the all the strength from uh, the good meal that they would have which is only once a week and that's why people would want to let blood in Erev Yom Tov too for the same reason right that's why it's brought in Arachot that it's the Gzerad Rabbanon it's interesting we don't know about these things anymore because no one does it but it's the Gzerad Rabbanon that it's also to let blood in Erev Yom Tov why? because on Erev Shavos the Gemara says that there was a certain Kitrug or at least a certain danger that Israel had that if they wouldn't have accepted the Torah they would have been punished and that, 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 that shade, so to speak, which was called Tavuach, uh, which was prepared to punish Christ in case of the things of the Torah, is around every year in Erev Shavuos, and that's why it's Sakana to let blood a person put himself into a state of danger, and they shouldn't do that in Erev Shavuos. And because people might mix up which answers which, they made a general Gezerah as also to let blood in every Erev Yom So Erev Shabbos is Mutzah, Erev Yom is Asa. That's the then of, of bloodletting. What they used to do. Um, okay, so that's uh, with that background. Now the Rabbim also understood the body worked like that. The Rabbim also worked with this Hanacha bloodletting. So that's what he says about. Just before we do, so everyone Hanacha the Ma'aser question. People often ask, is it mutter to have a blood test in Erev Yom Tov? In other words, the Gzeret Rabban. So the person, oh, the answer is not the same thing. When they do a blood test today, they take uh, one syringe or yeah. tiny. Like, 10 mils, whatever is the blood. Okay, donate blood, I take one pint. That's nothing, but the person shouldn't donate blood in Erev Yom Tov. That's already a significant amount, and that's already in the gain of blood letting. So uh, even if a person is a regular donor and submits to donate blood, it's maybe good for the body too, but Lamaist not in Erev Yom Tov, there's a xera. The person shouldn't be mostly done like that in Erev Yom Tov. Okay. okay. Um, so I The person shouldn't blood it too often. Even if he needs to, that wasn't just a good thing to do. Plus, if there's a necessity for it, then it would be a good thing. Then he should do it. He shouldn't uh, let that lad not in the summer, not in the winter. In the which is the spring, and a little bit near the which is the fall, which is somewhere in between the two extremes. Now, we understand what's wrong with letting blood in the winter, because it's cold, and a person needs the warmth, what would be the wrong with letting blood in the summer? Um, in other words, the summer doesn't have a, doesn't have that same danger, it's already hot outside, so why, why, would, why would we have a problem with the summer? So they ask the question, like, what would be wrong with Yemei When the Chari, the Ikan, the Kodi is Yemei Sechami? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, like I saw they ask the question, and the answers. Um, Okay, now, the is over 50, is the mammon is still the body is already weaker at that stage, and therefore it doesn't replace the blood as quickly. is it's dangerous. So that blood and then after go to Merchat, can uh, the warmth of the heat of the Merchat. You know, we understand why a person wanted it, there would be a warm place, but it's also taxing on the person's system. And therefore, if he's in a weakened state, he should go to the Merchat. Same thing, he shouldn't travel on the day that he gets blood, not before, not afterwards, because again, it weakens the person. And he doesn't have the strength for traveling. And same, on the day that a person gets blood, he should eat and drink. Less than normal. And it's also a Kiddush, because the Mashmaz, the Gemara, they used to eat a lot in the Yemakaza. And what's brought, the Gumara, the only restriction which is brought is 
a person shouldn't eat fish on Leila's blood. Kandirah eating fish was not helpful to the body, they didn't produce any blood cells, and therefore it wasn't thing people ate, they would eat meat. Because that was a similar kind of protein that would produce red blood cells. When the Gemara talks in the Darim about a person made a nether not to eat meat, the Gemara said it doesn't include a fish. The Gemara says, why not? He has the meat of a fish. The Gemara says, no, we're talking about a person in lip blood. And therefore, eating fish, Pichol wasn't in his mind. It wasn't an option. Either way around, the Mashmaz of the Gemara used to eat a lot. The Mashmaz of the is the opposite. A person should eat less than normal on the day of Akkad. And then again, it needs an explanation. The Chashash was that a person needs to regain his strength. So how should a person eat less? So if you had to explain that, what you need to say is, and that is that digestion takes a lot of energy. And therefore, eating, when a person is in a weakened state, to eat more than normal and force themselves to digest more than normal would be would be a weakening the body. In person should rest, and you shouldn't work or do anything strenuous for the same reason, because it weakens the person. Even today, when they have to do some kind of treatment like that, so they put the person in isolation, let them not move for a few hours or a few days, really, so that they don't get affected by uh, the, the, the state that they're in, which is much more susceptible to illness, or much more, the body is much weaker. Okay, that was the day of Akasa, the Ram didn't say how much. He just said the person shouldn't do unless he needs to, and not too often. But he didn't give us Gdorim of what's considered the right, the right amount. Right. Okay, so that's the dinner of Ahakad Sadam. This is quickly the next Rakhir test. This is again, the Ram is talking as a doctor, was from the medical point of view, not just from the Rakha. And he says, Sheikh Vazar, Yikayach Aguf, Vachayov, Umarinai. That's what gives the body its Kayach and its vitality, it's called Vachayov. Vachol's mind, Shetaitse, Vyeser, Aguf, Bala, Vachayach, Kala, Vachayov, Avdin. The more a person uses of it or uses of it, then the more the body gets tired. And uh, its strength is sapped. Don't give your strength to a woman. And your years, which means the, your, the length of your life, to um, for for that kind of thing, because the remembrance is simply that that taka drains a person of their and takes away a person's time of life. And therefore, if a person is uh, much more accustomed to being boiled, then zik like a fetus a lot. He gets older quickly. It gets weaker. The end of chaos is eyesight dims. There's a certain bad smell which comes through, which is also always a bad smell, a sign of something which is decaying. The sign of the end of the end of nature, his hair starts to fall out. That's the hair of his head. And on the other hand, the sign of the end of the The hair in his beard, the hair in his body gets more. Machine of Nefla, he loses his teeth, but Harvey Kaevim puts him in a and he starts to feel aches and pains. And uh, again, the Rambam, we don't know where he got this from. Uh, he brings the Gemara. The Gemara says about Barzila Giladi. And the Gemara says that when David Amalek invited Barzila Giladi to come back to Shrine with him, Barzila said, I don't need to come back to Shrine with you. He said, But you can eat at the king's table. He said, I'm too old to enjoy food. I, don't to, I can't taste it anymore. And Barzillai was in his 70s, maybe at the time. He wasn't that old. So why did he why did he say, I'm so old, I can't even taste? So the Gemara says, because he shot his Bazimah, and because of that, so then Ziknik Fetis Salaf, which means his, he, he got older, he got the symptoms of old age more quickly, or his body started like losing its senses, or whatever the senses were. And therefore, I'm learning from that a general rule, and that is that if the Gemara says that a person's shot his Bazimah, 
So the Vela that they gets older quickly, that means that that saps the body of its strength, and therefore anything which would be a sign of a weakness in the body is, comes as a result of that. Out of a thousand people who die, 999 of them are dying from Rev Tashmish, which means they've over, overextended their body or they've got too weak. If until he's old and without too many health conditions, so then a person should be careful not to overdo the amount of Tamishamish. And therefore, a person feels healthy and strong. When the body itself feels that um, that's what he needs, it's not something which a person's mind gets into. So there's physical symptoms of, of, of basically we describe medically as some kind of engorgement. And person's hungry, person's too full. He doesn't need to go to the bathroom at the same time. That's the halachic reason. That's a lack of tzniyas. It's not because it's a medical reason. There also it's considered which weakens the person. Like we saw before, the person would be naturally weak anyway. For the same reason that all these things weaken the person. And being as he understands that being boiled weakens the person too, so he shouldn't do the one at the same time as the other. Okay, so that's the, the rule of the Rambam. And now, after all the rules the Rambam has given us, he gives us his guarantee. And the Rambam says, just one more line to give us the guarantee of what's worth, why it's worth listening to his instruction. This is Anyone who follows all the rules which we've just laid out here, and you are I'm going to guarantee him, he'll never get sick. Even gets, until he gets very old, he'll never need a doctor. His body will be healthy and strong as, as long as he lives. In other words, he's not going to have aches, he's not going to have problems, he's not going to have conditions which come up. Unless there was something wrong with him before he started. There was some defect in his body or some hereditary problem. His whole life he's been used to what uh, we call the minagra, which means he got into bad habits with how he treats his body. With his outside illness or bitteris, which means hunger in the world, that affects everybody. But barring those things, if, uh, on, uh, as far as the person's own physique and health goes, so the Raman promises whoever's going to keep his rules and was guaranteed to live a long life without ever needing a doctor. And once again, it's a tremendous thing. The Raman is taking a crisis himself, it's not a Gemara. The Raman himself is telling us that this is I'm clear enough that these are the rules of how to protect the body and keep it healthy, that if a person does that, they'll be guaranteed, a, so to speak, an illness-free life. So he's not coming off some kind of spiritual school, he's coming off, he's not a medicine, that's what a person would need to do in order to remain healthy.